Hello everyone, my name is uh, Luca Luca Bradzi, the original Luca Bradzi, and I'm on the Favor Ojika podcast. It's nice talking with you guys. Ciao, ciao! Hello everyone and welcome back to my podcast. I really need to get used to saying the Favor Ojika podcast because as you guys know, I just rebranded from the Just Say It to Favor Ojika and I'm actually going to be having a whole episode that I've actually recorded by the way, you know, discussing and explaining why that was. But in the meantime, I'm quite excited about the topic that we are going to be talking about today and I actually have a very special guest that will be indulging me while I you know ask him a few questions so if you're interested in hearing all about this topic please do not go anywhere once we come back you shall be hearing everything okay i'll see you guys when we get back um so hi guys welcome back Uh, i'm going to try my best to mute any unnecessary noises but i'm here in the studio with a very special person that actually came to chat with me today. So before this thing started recording, I was asking him his name and why he decided to choose his nickname, Luca. Do you want to give us like a very quick rundown on that? Real quick. Good uh, morning, good evening, good night to you wherever <laughs> you are around the world. Yeah, Luca Brazzi is actually from the movie The Godfather. I'm sure a lot of people have seen the movie, or perhaps you've read the novel uh, by Mario Puzo, because it was first a novel before it became a movie. Hmm. And, yeah, and for the first time in 50 years, it's going to be shown on cinemas and in crystal clear 3D pictures, and okay. you can go watch it wherever you are around the world. Okay, Thank you. and did you just say you were going to take me to go watch that movie? Affirmative. I'll okay. take you. So, you pay for the meals. Uh, you I'll... are crazy. <laughs> you know, say the, the English word they hear they speak since people like say that one don't they confuse your head at me. You say, oh, oh. You say, I beg no, they speak. Okay, what are you saying now? Don't sell me. What what are you saying, sir? You pay for the meal, I'll pay for the ticket. We're okay. in America, baby, 50-50. Okay, and you say that 50-50. Okay. Um, we are going to discuss that later, please, okay? Um, but in the meantime, though, um, when when is this movie, for those people that are interested in watching it? You said it's coming out pretty soon, so when 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 should people anticipate? What? Uh, about the specific date, but you can look it up. Okay. The Godfather. Uh, yeah, and it has... Um, uh, Al Pacino and Robert De Niro in it. They Al were Pacino? very young when this movie, um, when they actually recorded this movie. So oh. if you're a fan of Robert De Niro or Al Pacino. Oh, yes. Al Pacino. Yeah. Al Pacino. Yeah, Al Pacino, yeah. <laughs> okay. okay, so most people should actually watch the original first and then hopefully watch the remake, I guess, or the sequel. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So that's not actually what we are here to talk about, but... We could always come back to that. Anyways, welcome Luca, um, real name Paul, on my show. I appreciate you for, you know, indulging me. We were actually just having a conversation and I was just like, oh, you know what, let's let's just, you know, hit record and talk about this particular topic. So I actually don't want to label this because it depends on how this conversation goes, but 
<clears throat> you said something that actually piqued my interest and I was like, you know what, let's just chat about it. So I was asking about your history. Actually, I wasn't asking about your history. It came up. And then you told me, oh, I've actually not dated a black woman in the last six years. And I was asking why, right? And you were giving me a few reasons, um, or rather you were telling me your experiences with other people that you've actually told the same thing. And I actually want other people to hear this. So it could spark some sort of conversation. So it's either you are educating on what is, or I will not necessarily say changing a perspective. Like, I just want us to talk about this real quick. So could you do a very quick rewind on what you meant by you've not dated anybody in six years? Oh yeah, um, I I haven't dated a black woman in the past six years, and and um, I'm sure everybody's question is why, and I won't judge you. I promise. Just <laughs> let me know why. I and um, one of the first I reside in Minnesota, which is probably eighty percent white, mm-hmm. and you don't get to see black people often, and and um i think the fact that i schooled here i schooled in a very predominantly white school and that's another reason but i've did it after um, school too and and i think uh i think i vibe more with the white community to be honest with you no disrespect to the black community i love the black women i love i love my skin color mm-hmm. i'm actually a black woman right now and, <laughs> wow okay yeah so that should be the short reason Okay, so the shot. So the main reason is because of your vicinity. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. If I were to be in Texas or say ATL, it would have been different. It would have been a different story. So <clears throat> I know that you are actively using dating apps, right? So, <laughs> so my question is: when you meet, say, maybe African Americans or like Black women on these dating apps, what's that experience like? And does that change anything for you? Oh yeah, I've met uh, I've met quite a number of African American women and Black women on um, BLK. Mm-hmm. And to be honest with you, um, whenever I get to tell them that, ever since I've gotten to the United States, I've dated more. Of, I've dated only white women. I think it gets them really mad. <laughs> which, good. to be honest, I don't understand why. Okay. I believe humans are humans regardless of the skin color mm-hmm. or yada yada yada. Mm-hmm. So it gets them real mad and and um and the next morning I'm getting a taste that sorry we can't do this. I don't think <laughs> No, so so basically you feel like they take it more personal because they feel like oh you just don't want to date black people or you yeah, don't have yeah, they take it personal they feel um they feel probably I don't want to date black women mm-hmm. but then again uh, it's like why are you talking to them if you if you didn't want to like date them or you didn't find them interesting enough you know what I mean so yeah. oh I see sometimes they don't see reason they don't um, even allow me to explain myself and I kind of understand where they are coming from oh. when we have to be very honest um, when we actually look at like the pool of women mm-hmm. uh, the black women aren't like up there and they feel like the brothers should actually be dating the sisters like black brothers wait 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 oh hey rewind oh rewind oh one wait 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 what do you mean not up there what do you mean are you talking about class are you talking about education are you talking about beauty what exactly do you mean in terms of education i can confidently tell you nigerians are the most educated country in the united states i don't know if you know that yeah i do 
Africans and Africans are well educated. Mm -hmm. So that's a fact. Okay. Now I'm talking the pool of women, the pool of um, um, the want of women. Okay. Yeah, you can go check it out. The facts are out there. Okay. I, I, white and I think white and Asian women would most likely come first. I'm not sure about the ranking, but I saw it mm -hmm. one time. Okay. And said so you have to look at the fact that there are just 18% black people in the United States. Hmm. Yeah. So that's a very small value compared to like. So people, people, that's including men and women. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I see. Eighteen percent. We have eighteen percent black people in the United States. Okay. Yeah. So that's a very small pool. So the sisters feel, oh, we are too small already for you to go out and be picking from a pool of um, from oh, a larger pool of white people. Mm -hmm. So that's their own. I, that's where I understand them from. Like you should be picking the sisters, not them. Okay, so my other question is where, okay, in that situation, and I, I do understand that, but in that situation, where does the case of vibing with this person come, come in? Like, where do people, you as a black man now, right? Where are you allowed to have a choice to vibe with somebody regardless of where they're from? Or do you feel that guilt of, you know, I, I need to talk to my black sisters, but sometimes is it I don't vibe with this person or I vibe with somebody from a different culture better or I'm not even going to try because they are too difficult because there's that stereotype of black women being too difficult, even though I personally don't even understand what that means. But do you do you get my question? Yeah, actually, I get your question. Mm -hmm. and, and to be honest with you, there's this stereotype that mm -hmm. black women are difficult. It's, it's something we African men... But why though? Why? I think, I think um, to be honest with you, uh, African women or black women in general set the standard a bit too high. What's the, what does that mean, a bit too like, high? There's the, I don't know, there's the 90-day rule. Eh? There's the, um, you have to take me out for a date five times rule before we can go inside. There are so many rules. You guys set the standard a bit too high compared to like other races that have been to that is quite lax. Okay. I don't so, know if you understand what I mean. It's quite okay. lag. It's, it could be spontaneous. Whatever that happens between you could be spontaneous. It would happen that night. Mm -hmm. I'm not actually talking about sex this time around. Okay. But I think black women are quite uptight. Okay. So uptight in, in the sense that they have made they've been they've, and i'm trying my best not to sound as if i'm different even though technically i feel like i'm dis defending black people because i am a black woman right but i'm trying to understand where you are coming from so we could meet in the middle does that make sense so is yeah. that thing where it's like so when black men or men in general because like you said it's bad enough that we are from a very small pool and then now we have to fight our kind and also try to fight you know fight to be accepted by other races as well right so you know we've been in situations where some our men don't take us as seriously that's number one and then we've also been in situations where we've been lied and cheated and you know being in this endless vicious cycle of seriousness and then you decide to take yourself a little bit more seriously and say you know what if i'm trying to get into a meaningful relationship right i'm going to set some boundaries and then a man specifically a black man your kind that is supposed to see you as this serious-minded individual you know trying to build something for not just yourself but for for you guys in a relationship automatically thinks you are uptight what does that mean is that is that fair though is that fair and then 
that's one thing and then second of all being compared to other races saying and and i feel like in a way and this might even con- contra- contradict what i just said right now but in a way i kind of understand where you are coming from because there are some people that are extreme but that's not just black women though yeah it's other races too you know extreme to the point where it's like oh you can't do this you can't do that you can't do that like you know there is there is this no chill zone but i feel like it's more heightened for black women because of our race do you understand it's like you're already facing all these judgments and rejection and stress from not just men men within your race but men outside your race as well and then to add up to the whole point of you guys meeting which is the relationship it can there's no there's no chance to even for it to even get to vibing and getting to know that person because there's all these rules and all these walls that are being set up do you understand and it makes it very very difficult for people to even want to get to know each other right so it's i want to say it's kind of understandable that they have some walls up and i i at the same time i kind of agree with you that it's not supposed to be too extreme because then you know it devalues the whole point of you guys getting to know each other right but then again you could see where that black woman is coming from though because there are some men that don't take them seriously from the get-go and it's like they have to constantly fight for acceptance right you have to know who you are as a person you know, for, for all those things with like race and being a black woman and being, a, in fact, being a woman, first of all, then being a black woman on top, do you understand? To not be an issue for you to live your life and get to know people, right? But then again, having like a black man like yourself, who I want to believe is kind of liberal, but also has this, all these stereotypes, be, you know, in their minds, it kind of blocks the chance for you to genuinely get to know somebody without all those things. Does that make sense? No, I think I'm not quite stereotypic when it comes to African African American women or black women. Or women women of color. Okay. So I I try to be open minded because of course I'm educated and I know for certain not to generalize. Okay. Very very wrong thing. It's like you saying all Nigerians are scammers and everything. Mm. You know that's some bullshit. Yeah. So when I when I meet a woman, I actually give her the chance to. show the kind of person she, she is okay yeah. i've met fantastic nigerian women in the united states i'm actually talking to one oh he's so cute oh <laughs> let me tell you something there was this um there was this lady i took out to uh, i think table 23 it's around a diner and she's a um, nigerian yeah and um yeah and that's another thing we need to address nigerians that got here <laughs> nigerian women that mm-hmm. got here very early say two three or they were born here mm-hmm. there's this condescending act or this mm-hmm. condescending way they treat like brothers that actually came here mm-hmm. from college mm-hmm. or brothers that came here in their 20s yeah and it's, it's it's sickening to be honest with you i, got I was you. i was um on this date and she was bothered about my accent and stuff like that and now inside my man i was like even the white people have dated, I've never complained that I don't have an American accent mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And you, that you're supposed to be like my... Mm-hmm. My sister. Yeah, like yeah. my sister, your yeah. accent. And mm-hmm. stuff like that. So, it's... that's another yeah it's it's very it's very concerning for sure i'm actually going to have another episode where i'm going to talk about that term fob i've actually had somebody call me that and i i for the love of me i swear to you i'm not going to forget that because and i called that boy out on his bullshit that day because i was just like okay 
I actually speak better than your parents in the house. You hear this accent every single day. Every goddamn day you hear this particular accent. And then for some reason, you know, it's not it's not even the facts that you're, you're calling me an FOB. It's the way you're saying it, number one. And number two, the intention behind that conversation. Like, it's saying, oh, I'm better than you. And, oh, God, you are not. <laughs> do you understand? So that actually got me a little bit irritated. And I was like, why would you do that? Did you push the boats that brought me into this country? Like, the heck, you know? But... I agree, I agree that there are some people that could be very extreme and not to hold it against people that were either born here or raised here, but it's just that thing where it's like, can you ease off a little bit? Because at the end of the day, we are actually from the same place, you know? I don't care if you think you're American, Nigerian, Nigerian, American. I don't even know what that means. You are Nigerian by blood because your parents were, and to be fair, you know, and I know how everybody's kind of convenient when there's trouble, when, you know, there's an issue with black people, African-Americans, then the ones that were born here will remember that they're actually Nigerians. And then, do you understand, before they start remembering that they're even, you know, you know, black people to begin with. But then the minute there is no um, um, act that's zooming into where we are actually from, then they remember they're Americans. So, you know, it, it becomes very convenient because in their mind, they can actually split personalities and be two different people. It's it's really absurd. But not to digress, I feel like I kind of understood a little bit from where you're coming from. Like, I feel like the the head and tail, and please um, keep me honest, the head and tail of this discussion was to say, try and get to know people for who they are first. Yes, these issues are real, right? It's something that, you know, people struggle with, and that's normal. But then get to know the person and, you know, not just because of where they are from, but who they are. And hopefully that will actually form your impression about them, right? And you too, that is that person that's representing, you know, whatever race or whatever culture you're coming from. Basically, just know that whoever it is you are, you're a citizen of where you come from. So represent your people well, consciously or unconsciously. Exactly. Be a good representative. Just be a kind human being, period. I don't actually see it as a hard thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think that podcast. Yeah. Your next next podcast we have to do um the I don't know if um I don't know where you're gonna put this on air mm-hmm. and if it's timeline of what's going on right now. Yeah. There's this dude on um Twitter that is called I think Tariq. Mm-hmm. I've forgotten his song. Mm-hmm. But these two has been drawing a huge wedge of divide between Africans and Africans. I think I heard that. I heard that. Yeah. I listened to uh, about an hour of his podcast yesterday and oh I my was God. like oh this is gonna cause a big division no. so i think maybe the next time you come around yeah if you have an african-american friend we yeah can, uh, and we can talk yeah and i, I think it's unwise yes. for all black people to start dividing. oh my god tell me about it like I feel it's just stupid because then it's like you're giving them what they want, you know, consciously or unconsciously. You are because they are just like, why Why are we even wasting our time with these people? It's the divide and conquer rule. They should keep hitting their heads and we'll take all their resources and keep getting rich off of them. At the end of the day, do you understand? We win, they lose because they are stupid enough to be fighting each other instead of reuniting, you know? Ah, Lord, help us. I don't, I don't know the person way to do this thing to black people. I lie. I don't know. I don't know. But like, we, we as black people, be it Caribbeans, mm-hmm. Africans, European Africans, American Africans, um, Canadian Africans, mm-hmm. 
black people in uh, in Latin America, French Africans, South America. We yeah. have to do yes. As race, we have to do better. Yes. Okay, I was looking at the demographics of the old world, mm -hmm. and I, I think I was looking at that about a week ago, and I saw that uh, the most uh, populated um, race mm -hmm. is the Asian. They are about fifty-one percent, and I discovered the Asians. Is that what you said? Yeah, oh, Asians, okay. Yeah. Yeah, the most populated race in the world hmm. and i discovered that caucasians and the black people we are the same in terms of numbers mm. and um we would look at what they have done for themselves as a race and we we'll look at what we we have done for ourselves mm. and and secondly there's this argument out of this um before we before, before you go on with mm -hmm. whatever because you're the moderator let me just say this <laughs> and this the next time we as black people need to do better for ourselves. Mm. Um, look at this country, this country, this blessed country, the United States of America. We were the first, um, let's assume the white people were the first visitors that came in and owned the land. Mm -hmm. We were the next big visitors that came in. Mm -hmm. through mm -hmm. Now, the Chinese started coming in about 90, 100 years ago. Mm -hmm. and uh, Africans were like we Africans were like the last people that started coming in about 40 50 years mm -hmm. ago. Now, what they've done for themselves in this country, mm -hmm. see what the Indian, yes, see what they've done for themselves. Yeah, every them in these countries added by an Indian. Mm -hmm. So instead of us arguing with better if it's African American, we should Just be nice to build a Fortune 500 company. Oh, my lord, tell me about it. Race and we're arguing which race is better, which sub race is better. So, Bruce, <laughs> no, I no, feel you. I agree. So, Mike yeah. dropped, he has actually spoken his mind, and I really agree with him. But you know, I'm not going to make this podcast super long, like, I wasn't really expecting us to go like super long, but this was actually very. It was short, it was sweet, and it was straight to the point. And, you know, I don't know if I'm going to be cutting any part of this because, I mean, sometimes I get lazy and I don't. And other times it's because I want you guys to hear every single thing that we are talking about. But this was actually fun, Luca. Thank you so much for, you know, coming on and just sharing you know, some things with me, you know, even though the personal experiences were not in Russia, I, I wish, I wish we actually, you know, dug really deep, you know, into your, I mean, that would be, that, that would definitely be another podcast because I, I don't even think my, my folks really know you. <laughs> so I'm actually going to be asking you more questions next time. Like just getting to know you a little bit deeper on a chill level you know, we'll just talk. Hopefully you have like maybe a glass of wine close to you or maybe a cup of water and then we'll just, you know, talk and have fun. But yeah, thank you so much for jumping in and indulging me. That actually meant a lot to me or it means a lot to me because again, I just told you I had a podcast and you're like, yeah, let's do it. So thank you. I appreciate you. You're welcome. Okay. Uh some other time <laughs> no problem all right guys that's it um thank you so much <laughs> thank you so much for joining this podcast i really appreciate you guys um i actually hope this thing recorded because i don't even know if i said my mic pro properly but yeah thank you so much guys for listening to this podcast as usual please follow us at the favor ojika podcast on instagram because i think that's our only available um social media platform and 
yeah, subscribe to this podcast on all your listening platforms, um, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and everywhere that you actually listen to your podcasts. Until I come your way next time, my name is Favor Rojika, and please do not forget to always, always let love lead, and I'll see you guys in my next episode. Bye!